if you're entrepreneur, you're going to fail. But the question is, how do you know that you fail? So you need to step fast and restart the game fast. If you fail, it's fine. Learn and move. We don't call them problems. We call them challenge. We, call, we don't call them failures. We call them tries. So we need to, the mindset should be different. Candid Guitar, a podcast that focuses on interesting conversations with inspirational people around guitar. Hello, everyone. Welcome to our podcast, Candid Qatar, where candid conversations with inspirational individuals happen. I'm Sheikha Kubaisi, and here are my co-hosts. Hi, I'm Hend. Hi, I'm Ria. Today, we have the inspirational entrepreneur, Hamad Al-Hajri, the co-founder of Sununu. Hello, Mr. Hamad. We are pleased to have you in our podcast. Hello, Sheikha, and hello, everyone. I'm really proud to be part of your broadcast, and I wish it will be a very nice journey. Uh, firstly, uh, can you give us like a brief introduction into who is Hamad Al-Hajri? Uh, my name is Hamad Mbarak Al-Hajri. I started my career as an automation engineer in Qatar Petroleum almost uh, 20 years ago. Since then, I continue my building my career until I became project manager. Then I left QP and joined another uh, corporate called Tasweek. Here I have uh, skills to understand how to build marketing, marketing strategy, sales strategy. Then I joined uh, Berzan Holdings as vice president innovation and business development. Uh, and also, and uh, lastly, I uh, joined uh, Ministry of Finance and Director of Economic Competitiveness. I was going in three different lines. Lines number one is building my career and strengthening my knowledge and career. Line number two is education. So from education to machine engineer, followed by project management master, followed by uh, executive uh, MBA from HEC Paris, and now I'm final year in PhD business innovation. The third one is entrepreneurial. The thing is, I was trying to match my entrepreneurial line aligned with my education and my career. That's a, uh, an insightful like uh, introduction. First, we wanted to talk about like academia and how that's reflected in your life. Can we like go back into your upbringing and did like your childhood or your upbringing like influence where you went with your uh, academia? There is a big link between education and uh, entrepreneurship. Entrepreneurship, uh, you cannot be successful from first time. You're going to fail first, second, third time. But how can mitigate? So you, will, you have a different learning here. Number one, you will learn from your mistake. Number two, you will learn from more experienced people. Number three, you will learn from your education. Number four, you learn from your career. So. Here we have, uh, there is one book called The Life of the Entrepreneurship, where someone graduates fresh and he go to entrepreneurial without all the street. So he go with only with his mistake to learn and improve himself. It's very tough. And here, where is the, the ratio? 80% uh, you're going to lose and 20% will be successful. To increase your success chance in your entrepreneurial, very important to invest in your education, in your career, and also to get uh, more information from uh, advices for more knowledgeable people. So where is uh, uh, I, uh, my education started? I started as a automation engineer because uh, I started doing uh, some development when I was seven years old. So there was an old uh, PC called Sakhar. I don't know if many people, maybe your generation don't know about it, but our generation know about it. So I have this box, how to develop games, how to develop uh, different uh, softwares. And I was seven years old. I'm getting this box, I'm trying to apply it. 
since then I was more about automation, software development. Then I chose that uh, career plus education uh, lines. And uh, I was back in QB. It was the era where everything been tra transferred to more automation system. And here I'm start applying whatever I learned. But when it's come to young uh, young age, when I was nine years old, the kids was busy with you know with playing with fireworks. I'm the one who the entrepreneur who was selling to them. I was investing my idea, you know. No, I'm buying quantity. I will sell it to the kids, you know. So from there, my entrepreneurs had development from early stage. I was actually making good money. Then, yeah, this entrepreneur about progressing. You know, it's feeling where you do something and there is progress and you, every day you are better than the day before. So start from early stage. When I'm 18 years old, I actually did not want to join QP. I was planning to open my first uh, businesses. And, uh, yeah, uh, Actually, I, uh, you know, it's later I can explain to you what's happened to me, my first, let's say, uh, challenge. But yeah, here I started, let's hear the stage. Yeah, this is such like uh, a good thing because like, I feel like, uh, like when you start early, you'll learn more by like, by the practice itself rather than uh, like uh, started later on. So yeah. Yes, of course. And, and the main thing is uh, many people say, why are entrepreneurs? Because you need a job. And some people say, as Kateri, uh, you already have a job. No, it's not about need a job, but about a need of a suitable job. You need to do something. And there is another thing, which is uh, the freedom feeling. So very important to do something that you love, some, uh, something that actually you like. Uh, many people losing their souls when they do you know, a job, something to their interest. And they see this is a lot here in Qatar. It's effect actually to the productivity. If you see Qatar uh, today in Global Competitiveness Index, we are one of the lowest countries when it comes to uh, uh, product, uh, productivity per capita. So we are not a productive nation. And this is uh, something very important. But why? Because you end up doing something not linked to your education or linked to your interest. One of the main things is, as an entrepreneur, there is two lines you need to work on. Number one is the innovation line. You need to be an innovative person and become a solution. But there is a twin for that line. And people are missing the second line, which networking. You need to be very high networkable person. It's very important to be as network as you can, because this is actually what makes your business will uh, grow. Sure, I totally agree with that. Uh, may let's maybe start talking about Sanuno. Uh, so yes. Sanuno has been one of the lead companies to have introduced like delivering goods other like than food and stuff. So how did uh, this idea come uh, to life? Okay, basically uh, Sanuno was my project in HEC Paris Executive MBA and it became the best project in 2017. Today, it's, uh, it's, I'm so happy to see a dream or a plan that come to realities. But uh, I had a goal uh, to build Sinono. So, so by the way, Sinono is the second fastest beard after the Falcon, and it's Qatari beard, by the way. It's called the Khattaf, but we translate it with a more Arabic uh, famous name, Sanono. And uh, with double O, it reminds you of Uridu, Google. You know, there's always billions of dollars behind this double O. So I said, maybe if we go with this uh, name, maybe it's going to be. But the first goal was, how can we, in Qatar, build the first unicorn? Unicorn means one billion dollar project. In GCC, overall, we have only one case, which is Karim. Uh, uh, and there's Yalla, it's also based in Dubai, and uh, they released it in New York uh, market for 1.3 billion dollars. Why Qatar is not successful when it comes to a billion dollar startup? So the main goal is 
building a unicorn. And to be a unicorn, you need to do like the other unicorn. Mm. So we are similar. We are looking uh, our uh, aspiration is WeChat in China, Grab in Singapore. So it's uh, Sununa is beyond. It's it's have actually two ways. Number one, it's enable a business opportunity. So any entrepreneur can do business through Sununa for zero cost because we have dark store, we have storaging, we have we have fulfillment, we have customer support, we have we have everything to let the business owner. So it's sorting for two problems: what customers see and what the merchants see. And so we are improving the business. But when it's come to customer, it's important to let him have any services that he wants. So it's not food, it's food, it's technology, it's electronics, it's clothes, it's fashion, it's more and more and more. And we are still 20% of introducing our services. We still have another 80%. Every six months, we're gonna introduce new services from Sununa. So yeah, and we started actually at uh, our official announcement, uh, I will give you a little bit background. I actually started once and I failed. So failing is something that uh, we are يعني, familiar with. So what made me fail at the beginning? It was 2017 until 2018. I have two reasons. Number one, uh, the partnership. So we were, we have another two partners who basically we have arguments about how much the capital should be invested. So we actually investing a lot to make it unicorn. And the other party is saying, you know what? No, let's invest little and get, and because it's application, application is just, you know, 50,000 real. And this is the worst thing about technology. People are mixing between a real, a real technology where there is automation, artificial intelligence, big data, a lot of deep knowledge. And between a tablet, which a ready-made application, and you can maybe, you know, Sheikha, there's many people failed due to, they go to cheap company. So we went to number two due to uh, the partnership uh, arguments. Mm. So when the application was ready, and we was around one year, it was not functional at all. So we spent around 200, 250,000, mm-hmm. and we found that it does not functional, it does not, cannot compete. So we shut down the project. And mm-hmm. we decided, you know, to redo it again, because, you know, we have the dream, the unicorn, nothing can stop us. We learned two things. Number one, you know, as per uh, Uber founder, what he said, when you see how he became successful, he said, I was making sure everyone on my car going to San Francisco. No one think we are going to San Diego. So very important, all everyone on board, everyone is, nowhere are we going, everyone know that. We are going as unicorn, so no one will argue, have different arguments. So the stakeholders and the, the, you know, the, the co-founders being you know, improved. So now it's only me and Mr. Saud Al-Atiyah, so my other co-founder. Number two, to not understand the technology. We decide to invest a lot in technology. And in order to invest in technology, we decide to build it in-house. A people that actually believe in this business model, a people that actually know what's happening and what customer comments and what is the, the good and the bad things about uh, our uh, technology, and we improve from there. It was, uh, yeah, we were lucky to go in target number two because we started building and uh, creating a in Qatar. We are number one recruiter when it's come to Carnegie Mellon, by the way. Why? Because we are a technology company. Now we are not logistic or transportation. We became a technology company. Even in Qatar, we start creating many and many and many opportunities. Mm-hmm. Even for people, we have uh, people who start creating AI, big data, because they are happy to have. In Qatar, by the way, there is only two technology companies, not third. It's Sununu and Rimats. Both of them from Qatar Foundation. I mean, they came from there, you know. HEC is still part of here. So that, that's at the beginning. So here we understand one thing. If you're an entrepreneur, you're gonna fail. 
But the question is, how do you know that you fail? So you need to stop fast and restart again fast. So to, do, to keep doing the same thing again, like hitting the wall, will make it endless lost. If you fail, it's fine, learn and move. We don't call them problems, we call them challenge. We, call, we don't call them failures, we call them tries. So we need to, the mindset should be different. Yeah, and how do you come up with the decision of like, okay, I'm gonna shut down this application? Like, how does this decision come to be? Yeah, basically it's, uh, I think this took a lot of encouragement, you know? But uh, due to my, uh, you know, many entrepreneurial tries, and I have actually many successful companies in a different field, uh, I understand if this, I mean, we have two eyes, one eye on the customer and the other eyes on the competitor. So does it gonna satisfy the customer? My answer was no. Is it gonna compete the competitor? The answer was no. So this two points enough for me to stop the business immediately. That's a good uh, like tip. Uh, also, like one thing I noticed, like I was ordering like from Sanunu as like a regular customer. And uh, like when I added like uh, an order, like through other application, uh, if you want to like make a note, you need to make it before you add it to the cart. But like through Sanunu, yes. you add it to the cart and then you, you can add like a note if you want to. So this yes. like made me think that you guys have details. Like how do you come up with solutions to a problem that yes. even the customer doesn't know that it may be a yeah. problem? Basically, we have a product analyst, uh, two product analysts, and both of them actually graduated from Carnegie Mellon. So we do, the thing is, uh, in technology sector, you cannot design. There is nothing called UI. There is UI and UX. UX means user experience. We need to have a team of user experience to ask them questions, make a focus group, to ask them, how do you feel? Do you want it first or later? And we are improving, by the way, based on our customer comments. So user experience is always where is the problem? Many people jump, I mean, not even UI, UX, detect template or the application. Very important to do user research, ask them the questions, how do you want it, how do you see it, how do you feel, then design based on the UX. If, if there is actually like something called like hot zoom. What does a hot zoom? There is some area in the phone, we call it hot zoom. So you want to have a critical button or something you want this customer to see in the hot zoom. Also, uh, Sunon is the only application that you can cancel your order first five minutes, by the way. So if you change your mind, you can just cancel your uh, order. And that application is long process. You need to call customer service. So make it very easy. When it's come to a refund, we refund in your uh, bank. We don't refund your wallet. We have wallet. But again, uh, this actually we take it from Uber. Uber, when they introduce uh, auto uh, refund, the sales increase by 40%. I mean, this is a big number. Why? Because the customer, he wants to have trust, you know, we need to build this trust relation with him. He say, maybe I change my mind. How about if I cancel? So, yeah. Any improvement you are doing is based on customer comments. You can see our Twitter, actually. Anyone see anything bad of Sununu, we respect his opinion. Yes, you are right. Always the customer is right, and we're going to improve. So, in, in entrepreneurial, you need to have this, you know, uh, like a humble personality. You accept uh, any comments, negative or positive, you feel the glory when it's positive. You feel more about development when it's negative. You need to be happy when you see negative, by the way. When you see negative, it's the time. <coughs> it's the time that you actually, for us, the innovation come from, uh, you know, the negative comments. Say, okay, excellent. That is 10 negative uh, comments. Let's start building an innovative solution for it. True. Um, I noticed the logo on the 
Sununa application is like a red origami bird. Is there a reason why you chose that particular design for the app? Uh, yeah, basically red, uh, we chose it because it's sense of urgency and uh, pulling attention. So red means fast. We are very fast. And uh, yeah, uh, that is the thing. And uh, Sununu, uh, we try, I can see Qatar, everything is about Oryx. So Oryx is also an animal that belong to Qatar, but uh, many people did not discover beyond Oryx. So innovation even from choosing the right bird or animal. So Sununu is actually and a Qatari a bird. It's getting less because of the oil and gas project. We need to remind the people about it. But yeah, red is pulling attention. It's uh, hunger, it's fast, it's urgent. You can see DHL is red. And many people uh, is uh, like, even Grubhub in USA is red. Woodbound around the world is red. So we're making sure we are, uh, we are there when you need us. I'm gonna change the topic a bit, but uh, with the recent uh, issue with France and Islamophobia, uh, Sanunu uh, has been one of the first like uh, companies to boycott the French product. How do you make your business a reflection of your like personal values? Okay, that is very important. Actually, I have uh, two conditions in French. I'm myself, I'm the president of Regis Paris Alumni, and at the same time, I'm uh, you know the CEO of Sanunu. The thing is, uh, there is actually it's it's a message to the world. There is actually expression of freedom, and we respect it. I lived in Japan three years, and I know what is expression of freedom. But insulting is not expression of freedom. That's a message, part of our value. Everyone is freedom. In Sunun, we have like six, uh, uh, you know, uh, religions. We have uh, different. Uh, we have thirty-one uh, nationality, by the way. So we uh, we respect everyone, even when it's come to Christmas. We do vacation for our friend from uh, the Christian friends. We always respect. But freedom. Is not insulting. That is a very important message. So yeah, that is. Uh, I mean, value come over. I mean, uh, what is our value? Is respect. One of our. And soon we have uh, certain core values: respect, punctuality, leadership, innovation, teamwork. Very important to make sure we apply. We have our own values. Actually, it's building the rights of the company. And one of the things that I saw in Japan, there is a company called Itocho. Itocho age is 250 years. Uh, old. I mean, in Japan, it's very easy to find companies 250, 300, 200. This is like famous. Why? Because they carry a values. And values, they create like a belong to this company. Very important. But uh, yeah, this very fast, uh, sad circumstance with France, even if I have friends, uh, partnership, but it was not against the French people. They're our friends. It's against an official statement from the, from the president. It's totally different. And we need to understand, to to send a message to him, this is not freedom. This is insulting. You cannot, and by the way, in, uh, in European Union uh, law, you cannot actually uh, insult a religion. This is not part of the freedom. So yeah, that is our message. Uh, also, we know that you have met recently with the HEC Paris about uh, this issue in particular. Uh, can you tell us like what happened in the meeting, if it's like if it's possible? Yes, yes. Okay, basically, HEC Paris. They uh, I asked them as president of HEC Paris alumni to send a statement uh, from them. They are not a religious or political university, but HEC Paris is the manufacturer of the leadership of France. Very important uh, to send a statement. So I have. Uh, I would say there is actually miscommunication between us because they see it as freedom, we see it as insulting. So we need, we as a human, very important to sit together and talk. 
and negotiate. So I had meeting with them and I actually have another meeting. Uh, I had two meetings and another meeting today to talk with them and uh, we, uh, they agree with me and this is insulting. And very important as you know, uh, uh, I would say that, uh, you know, the light beacon of France, it's the, you know, it's the knowledge, uh, you know, uh, the, the, the knowledge hub of, uh, of France. So very important for them to send the message on behalf. So they agree, this is insulting, and this in the statement actually, to all the students, 680 graduates in Qatar, that they feeling our uh, anger and feeling about, uh, they did not actually go toward the prison of France, but they accept actually our feeling, they understand it. Very important to, to send this message. And to, uh, that, I mean, even uh, big change start from small initiatives. Very important from France to put uh, you know, a red line toward uh, any insulting, for not only for Islam, but any, any religious. I mean, why, why you attack people's beliefs? I mean, you don't have the right. Express your freedom, you can see anything about the government, you can see anything of you know, uh, the culture, anything. But there is beliefs inside the people. You cannot, you cannot touch that area because you just insult two billion people, yeah? So yeah, it was good uh, meetings and very important actually as, uh, you know, for us, to, uh, if we are actually leaders, we need to be in position to also put our influence, to tell them what we feel. It's true, like there are red lines that shouldn't uh, like uh, be crossed. But, yeah. You value like the independence of Qatar in terms of the economy itself. So how, can you like elaborate on that? Okay, basically uh, we have a big problems coming, huge problems. What is it? Just imagine when Starlink, uh, work fine for uh, for uh, SpaceX. You know what does that mean? That means already will be out of jobs. What about when Amazon uh, successful uh, to get all the data center of the world? That means all the data center in any country will be out of jobs. What if Amazon managed to bust the $200 billion uh, you know, uh, revenue uh, per, year, per month and they take over all the equipment? That means all the retail business, all the malls, everything will be off. That means we're going to be converted to be a community nation. We just, you know, we just spike. We just sell oil and gas. And by the way, we have a new project with renewable energy. So even oil and gas will mean nothing in the future. So very, it's like globalization versus deglobalization. Very important to have our, before we talk about uh, uh, self-security or uh, sufficient, uh, yeah, I would say at least the minimum uh, self-sufficient, you know, so when it's come to food, we need to be self-sufficient. When it's come to security and defense, we need to be self-sufficient. When it's come to technology, and this is the important thing, we need to be self-sufficient. Our data center is belong to Qatar. Our, what if we, all the applications are using in Qatar are located in USA? Do you know what's happened? The graduate of Qatar, they have two options. It's either they have no jobs or they have to travel to USA. What if we are outsource all our uh, content creation? You know, and this is your specialist. What if all the contract, content creation, digital marketing management, uh, digital marketing, uh, uh, manage, yeah, I mean, uh, overall, you know, not only digital, but also the offline designing and uh, all this uh, services. What if we outsource to the cheapest country, like India, Asia? That's mean even Northwest here, graduates will have no jobs. There is something called local content uh, localization, which means all the digital marketing should be in the country. 
and there is another content which the technology localization. If we manage to make sure the country understand what does it mean, local content, and made in Qatar. I mean, made in Qatar, it means maybe that content is not Qatari, but it's just CR from Qatar. Local content means the, the company is Qatari, the digital, the marketing team is Qatari, the technology team is Qatari. Everyone is, by saying Qatari, by the way, I didn't mean only Qatari national. Even expat, I mean, expat in Qatar, inside Qatar, is the same level of economic criteria, same Qatari. But they need both of them, they have to be in this country. You know, to bring the values, to bring uh, more business opportunity, to create ecosystem. In Qatar, we need to at least to be, to have 400, uh, 4.5 million people to, st to, to start saying, we have a market. Today, our rank in, uh, in the global competitiveness index, uh, index is 53 when it comes to market size. So our market size is not enough to build a businesses. We need to make it top 30. And this is not impossible. No one can say it's impossible because Singapore done it. Okay. Norway's done it. I mean, there is kind of countries with also, Holland is just six million, uh, six million people there. I mean, there is a, a country that reached this level. Uh, so yeah, this is actually very important to make sure we are, I wouldn't say selfish, but we are uh, worried about our economy. Everything should be here in Qatar. Local contents come to marketing and also technology. So how do you think that these things can be achieved? Like what are like the steps in your, in your opinion to achieve that? Okay, there is, uh, I would say, uh, three tips. One to the government, one to a business owner, and one to consu a consumer. So there is a three target now. When it's come to government, definitely we need to improve our tender law. We need to make sure anyone win a tender, they need to have everyone, all their manpower are located in Canada. This is number one. Today, it's about the cheapest. It doesn't, maybe, I, I know that com some companies, they only have one, one person in Qatar, and the other in Dubai. And see, this is how things is happening. When it's come B2B, if you are a business, if it's B2B, I mean, uh, number one, it's more about government spending. I mean, government spending, it's setting up the direction of the economy of the country. So very important to make sure the government spends wisely. B2B, it's very important to uh, have this, uh, I would say, more uh, explanation, I mean, for the, for the business owner. What is the benefit you get when you are using local? And also, it's, let's make it like this, B2B to G. If some businesses is taking their project from government, very important, those people are bringing a value back to the country economy. So we need to also, not force them, but instruct them, they have to hire a local content company. When it's come to see, we need to invest more uh, to change people's mindset that, hey, uh, take care of our economy is will not only uh, help the business, but helping me, our next generation, helping everyone. Today, I mean, you can see, not care about local contents, make people doesn't understand what's the value of Northwestern. And that is a big problem. And we need to ask this question, a bit, where a big media group are spending their money? Uh, are they spending on uh, initiatives in Qatar or outside? I mean, this is very important because this is what created the value. I'm surprised, to be honest, to see people from Northwest here looking for a job. Today, everything about digital marketing. How come a people from Northwest here or Kalimano is looking for a job? People should, you know, should keep chasing them, I'll be honest with you. I'm one of them, actually, and I'm happy. To be honest, I'm happy because I have more opportunity to get the, the talent people. But yeah, this is very important message to the people who live in Qatar 
not only Qataris, but also expat. The demography of Qatar is not only Qataris, Qatari and expat at once. They need to work together to achieve, you know, to create a great nation. The second message is to business owner, you need to not be selfish. You need to help the economy of the country. Last one is to the government. We need to change the law. We need to understand, you know, what is bringing the value and what's not bringing. Um, you sound like such a busy man. So how do you um, balance managing a big business and your own personal free time? Basically, I'm using Eisenhower model. Yeah, there is something important and not important. There is some, something like urgent and not urgent. So I'm trying to manage all, but I have a good teams. And uh, usually, uh, usually as a leader, if you talk about uh, effort, you will never finish. But if you talk about results, it's manageable. I mean, usually we sit to the meetings. We don't tell them uh, how. We tell them what. I uh, okay. Next month, this month we need growth, 20% growth. I'm not gonna tell the operation how to do it or the marketing how to do it. I bring the right people to to manage. You know, this different division. So very important. We have this strategic meeting, and give them strategic objectives, goals, and we we uh, I'll be there only in one case if they need solutions. Usually, a good leader usually, they're innovative leader. They, I mean, if you're gonna go with the, the rank, there is a boss, manager, technical manager, leader, technical leader, uh, creative leader, emotional leader. Emotional leader, I mean, people following his themes. I mean, this is the highest. Here I'm talking about, you know, Prophet Muhammad Jesus, uh, Gandhi, Mandela, you know, people as just chasing the, the dreams of this leader. Very important, I'm trying to be number between number one and two, between uh, innovation, innovative uh, uh, leader and emotional leader. I, I, they are sharing my dreams, and I'm there when they need solutions. I'm the creative person. Of course, they're all creative, but yeah. Have the right team is very important. Managing the time is very important. Setting a routine, uh, I would say a routine activity. As example, if you, uh, sometime you are not sure which job is, should be email, or should be a report, or should be a random meeting. The random meeting is burning the time. We have one uh, strategic meetings per week. We know this time. We have, uh, as example, some, there, I mean, this is very, very important definition. Does it have meeting? Is it email is enough? Does it mean I need to be engaged or I can just uh, assign it to, you know, my, uh, my personal assistant? I mean, I have also my personal assistant to follow up with the small things. That is very important. One of them, the main thing, I'm also using all the technology I can. I have a reminder, I have the calendar, I have the emails, I'm using even the auto emails. I have my business WhatsApp. I have auto answer in my business WhatsApp. I mean, technology also helping a lot to manage my time. So I have a question concerning your um, business, which is Sanoyo. Where do you see it five years from now? Like, do you see yourself still working on it or do you see yourself opening new projects and just a new endeavor yeah to be honest this is the the, the dream of my life project so i'm um, i wouldn't see i'll be the ceo maybe i'm actually bringing an international ceo to manage it but i will be uh, the co-founder so what is the role of co-founder i mean engaging operation sometimes is not the best thing yeah we are usually uh, the thinker the gate opener i see sinono in uh, in five years from today it's have uh, 15 services, so uh, completely super app. And we are in uh, seven to 10 countries. We already have targets, uh, different countries. But in order to go global, we are working and investing a lot in technology to make it as automated as we can. 
because the more uh, human interaction, the more operation, the more people moving, the mobilization, demobilization, it's going to make it hard for us. We are going with shared economy model. By shared economic model, I mean if I'm going to Oman, I'm going to just uh, connect him with my technology and marketing solutions, include branding appearance. He's going to manage that ground uh, you know, operation and sharing my revenue. Uh, when it's come to fundraising in Oman, I'm going to make sure Oman is investing there. So the money will go back to Oman. I believe this is the new trend in the world where uh, how can you share the, the profit with the, the country you are investing there? So this is very important uh, point. Okay, so uh, I feel like uh, we reached like uh, the end. It was such such an insightful uh, talk. Is there anything that you want to add to this? Yes, uh, if you give me a little bit of uh, uh, sure. expression of freedom, a little bit to talk. Uh, we have a little bit uh, a wrong understanding of what entrepreneur. If you graduate, don't just jump into your startups. Get a job in startups, even if it's uh, lower uh, salary, it's fine. Because you are, pay, you are getting paid from two sources. Number one, the money. Number two, the experience. You need to see how the startups work inside. Another benefit of working in startups. Working in startups will give you five to six skill. If you work with big corporate, you're gonna have half skill maybe. You're gonna do only minor job and you'll be under development. In startups, in no time, you will be maybe one of the key role people and doing five, six tasks. Make sure you are working four to five years. If you're starting your business, make sure you understand what MVP, minimum viable product. Build, uh, I would say, uh, you know, a model that not cost a lot and there is no cost. I mean, just build it and test it on your uh, potential customer. Uh, if they accept it, then we call it pre-seed, then go to seed. And seed, you need to find an investor to build, the, uh, let's say, the initial uh, business model of the project. Wait 12 months, make sure uh, the initial is actually uh, working and, you, and more your goal should not be revenue. If it's technology, your goal should be number of users, number of transactions per day. So this is your two goals. Uh, number three, uh, when you finish and you are mastering the market and you know what is your business look like, go to Series A. Series A, don't lose more than 50% of your share of the company. Make sure you are, you are, you are giving 50%, but with good valuation of your business. Series A, when you finish Series A, think about Series B. It's 12 months from Series B. Uh, and Series B, don't give people uh, equity. Equity means they became partner. Just give them, uh, they call it a convertible shares. So the cycle of the business as entrepreneur are very important, very critical. To not lose your right, to do it in the right time with the right people. Uh, number three, if you are uh, still students, make sure you are doing internship, especially in the summer. In startups, learn. I mean, uh, because it's not gonna, don't think about the, the money you are making, but also gonna strengthen your condition in the university. I believe people who are working with us, they are a second year in Carnegie Mellon, maybe they're gonna be in the top five or six students because they gain a lot of knowledge. Even the university cannot match them. Very important to get, to use this knowledge. Don't follow the, you know, the typical guidelines. I finish university, I'm going for training three years. You're gonna find yourself, uh, you know, you only, uh, full knowledgeable at 32 years old and try to avoid this one. Make sure you have full knowledge at 22 years old. And that's my little advice. Thank you so much for like this insightful talk. We ha I like me personally, I learned a lot through this. Thank you very much.
thank you so much. Um, also, uh, is there anything that you want to end with? Because I feel like yeah, I wish you, yeah, I wish you all the best. I mean, uh, uh, podcast is uh, the new trend. Soon, this business will shut down all the TVs. Invest a lot in it, okay? And uh, especially, uh, I think this is uh, the good thing about podcast. Again, if you talk about technology, sometimes you can make videos can go global. While typical TV, they cannot. So I believe where is the money will spend in media? So it go on podcast. So it go in media streaming, in application and platform. There will be no TV within three, four years. That's my last words. I wish you all the best. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you uh, to our listeners for taking the time to hear us out. We have gained a lot and uh, we hope to see you in our next episodes. Thank you so much.